This is Fat Radio International. Embrace the alternative. No one would have believed in the early years of the 21st century that human affairs were being watched from a radio station in Manchester. No one could have dreamed we were being indoctrinated as someone attracts similar weak-minded fools. Few men even considered the possibility of intelligent life in the north of England. And yet across the Gulf of the UK, minds immeasurably inferior to ours regarded this genre with envious eyes. And slowly and surely, they drew their plans against us. reached the event horizon of Starburst Radio, the greatest radio show in the universe, do I really have to say this? Have you actually heard the show? It's the imbecilic ramblings of buffoons. Okay, I will do it. I was promised something with a little more dignity. You are just lucky work has been a touch thin on the ground lately. Where was I? Oh yes. The greatest radio show in the universe, every Wednesday, 8 p.m. until 10 p.m., exclusive to Fab Radio International. Still 
Hello and welcome to Starburst Radio, here at Fab Radio International, with me, Mike Royce, and there is also Mr. Martin Unsworth. Hello. And there's also Mr. Chris Hayes. Hello there. Together we form an Illuminati, known as the editorial team of Starburst Magazine, the world's longest-running magazine of fantastic films and television. And some bobbins films. I was waiting for something then. Waiting for what? Accolade. I gave you accolade last time you got it right. You know, I, this this was slick though. I was concentrating last time, and this time I wasn't. It was slick. I'll give you that. There you go. Did they no no fucking kudos? Okay, very good. That Mike. Thank you. Yes. There you yeah, go. That's, that's all brilliant. I, I should put that on the sound away. pad. Should put it on the sound. I yeah, should put, put it on it, the christenator. Put it on the christenator yeah. and just press the button. You're yeah. completely one hundred percent right. You see yeah. what I mean? Yes. Yeah, got to agree. Can only agree with that. Yeah. <laughs> You're always going to be right. I don't know about always. About I mean, he's sure. You're always going to be right. Okay, fine. I'm not sure about these new ones, you know. Why? Because it's dangerous. Why is it dangerous? What's uh, dangerous about this? Uh, well, uh, obviously, clearly... I'm agreeing to stuff that I've not even said. You, you did. I, well, that's you, nothing new, is it? Because well, I heard he's been say, using it for years. That that's a new one, Martin. That he was daft enough to say both of those oh, in right, one right. episode within five minutes. That, it was. A, it was a gift from above. It was a couple of months ago. Oh, it well, was great. Couldn't believe it. I don't know what we were talking about now. Doesn't matter. That's all I know. I got them. That's. I couldn't wait for the show to end so I could go and clip them out. You know how it is. Does he still yeah. love crank? No, but I do know what he does love. I, I loved grot bags. You see what I mean? <laughs> it's funny, isn't it? The, the the things that are going on in that mind of us. Well, it's a dark, deep about. place. It, it certainly is. I did love grot bags. <laughs> there you go. She was ace. Yeah. That was a good show, that one, it? Pink Windmill. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I always got that actress mixed up with somebody else, and I think you know what I mean. The uh, dancer in Jabba's Palace. No, no. The, oh, no, she turned up in Trail of the Pink Panther that I was watching the other night. Oh, but yeah. She turned up, that actress. Uh, Claire Davenport, yeah. Yeah, she was um, a, a She was housemaid. in a lot of things, yeah. Yeah, she turns up as a masseuse Swiss, in, in one. She's Swedish, isn't she? Yeah, 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 in Return of the Pink Panther. I won't but try then, and do the accent. Oh, no, it's, it, it never goes well. Never. Crazy. But anyway... 
It's good. That's that's how I've spent my weekend watching Pink Panther movies. Uh, there's so worse they're, they're, ways of doing things. Uh, Sounds you good. Know, I've been working my way through the canon. Um, 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 two movies from the end of the official run before yeah. Steve Martin took over and improved oh, things. Really? And did his one. Uh, Chris likes a bit about him saying burger. Hamburger. 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 I would like to buy a hamburger. I would like to buy a hamburger. Do not like that. Did you not like them as no. a remake? No. I wasn't sure when, uh, because they tried that. so many times to reboot the Pink Panther and they did it with uh, Ted Wass from the soap. TV series, mm. and they, they they created another character. They like uh, Clouseau was missing. Oh, what? How do we find him? Oh, we'll program a computer to find the greatest uh, detective on earth. But his boss hated him, don't want him back, so he messes it up. So it finds the worst detective on earth, and you get Clifton Slay, who's just bumbling and inept. Didn't work. No one liked it. And then after the next film, they went with that comedian who who was. It was Son of the Pink Panther. That's right. Yeah. yeah. And uh, they never, never, never liked them. But when Steve Martin took over, he did it because he's a massive fan of Peter Sellers and thought, oh, wouldn't it be cool to play Cluso? And it put, I don't know. It was it's, rubbish. It's not, I mean, like he did Bilko as well, Sergeant yeah, Bilko, that didn't it? was garbage, wasn't it? Ruined that as well. Yeah. Sergeant Bilko. Yeah. You, it, Phil Silvers was really quite a character. As was Sellers, you know. So. Yeah, I know. This is it. And but Steve Martin has got a career of his own stuff that he's famous for. But he seems obsessed with going back and becoming—I don't know—playing the characters he I, watched when he was growing up. Yeah, I, I, I have no problem with people having a reverence for these things and really enjoying it. But you don't go and try and redo it. No, I don't think so. Well, I don't think it worked. And the, the, the surprising bit is the first one was a was a big... It did okay at the box office, the first one. And then they everybody was surprised, although I don't know anybody who watches it again, re-watches well, no. it or likes it. So it's not it. had a 4K release, has it? No. And uh, well, what would you do with that, eh? I'll tell you what, though. Let's take a break from shitting on Steve Martin for a moment and celebrate mm. the show that he does right now, which mm. is incredible. Yeah. Only Murders in the Building. That's kind of what I was sort of hinting at, that he's he is capable of amazing stuff in his own right. And he, I don't get this obsession with trying to play his childhood heroes. Well, maybe, that's, maybe he just learnt from that then. I hope so. Because Only Murders is going uh, gangbusters. It's I brilliant. Only, I've I seen the first good, two seasons. I only hear Season good three's out later this year. It's superb. Highly recommended. So well, for somebody that's new to this show, this, not this show, the Murders in the Building show, where, mm. how would you sell it to them? It's a fun murder mystery romp starring Steve Martin and Martin Short as, uh, as well, the... They're kind of rivals. They live in the same building alongside a young girl played by Selena Gomez. Yeah. I don't know what she was from in the old days. I think she was in a, like a Disney girl, isn't yeah, she? Yeah, Disney they, actress. They come, they come out of Disney a lot. And they all find that they're, um, they've got something in common. They are, they're all obsessed with true crime podcasts. Mm. And then when a murder happens in the building, they decide to team up and make their own podcast while they solve the murder. Oh, okay. Yeah. 
Fun stuff. Well, that sounds all right. Martin Short, yeah. Oh, he's great. Yeah. Have you ever seen Clifford? Uh, I've not, but I've, I've watched the... It's demented. I watched the uh, double thing a bit short and um, Steve Martin did together. Yeah, the, that a night that you'll yeah. forever forget or something yeah, like yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, it was a, a great little show and they were talking about their lives so far and it was a really good show. It's I tremendous. Really That's it. on Netflix, that. And they yeah. were taking it on tour just before the COVID outbreak. So they were actually going to be in Manchester. A friend of mine, Sarah, she had tickets to see them. Right. Sold out instantly. She was right on it. I didn't even know about it. And, of course, it never happened because that year was a disaster. And they've, uh, they've since wow. probably got too busy with the with this massive, successful show. Well, good for them. Mm. Talking about people doing live shows, have you guys seen that uh, Nick Offerman's playing the Apollo? Nick Offerman? Is he? Yeah. And he's doing what? Is it like an evening with us? I'm guessing it's something like that. No, I did not see that. There's still tickets available. I'm not his PR or anything, but you know it's... <laughs> Are you waiting for uh, C-Film first to uh, <laughs> dish them out? Well... Is that, is that it? I, I, I've, I've thought about this earlier because I, I wanted to mention it to you guys. I mean, yeah. I'm not particularly interested, but I looked and there is a lot of tickets available and it's been pumped a lot on Facebook. Okay. Uh, so maybe hold off. <laughs> yeah. Do you reckon... I no, I, I don't. It depends how much you want oh, to see. Oh, we've made this mistake so many times. We oh. book the tickets and then that email comes. Yep. The email, yeah. Yeah, the email, yeah. How many do you need? Yeah. We've got us plenty. <laughs> yeah, I remember it happened mostly with uh, that Kevin Smith one, but I hadn't booked. I just wanted to go and I hadn't got round to it. Yeah, I mean, I, I paid for the first time he came round, but then when the second one, the when they were doing the the animated film oh, talk with that one. Poppins, wasn't it? That was like, we, we were set up in the, the, the balcony and we were about the only people there yeah, I didn't in see the that. balcony. No, I didn't somebody see explain that. what show film first is? It's you're, not, uh, you're not allowed to mention what it is. Are you not? Aren't you? Yeah. That's part of the rules. Is you, it? It's like it's like Fight Club. You mentioned that you're okay. going, but you don't say where you got no, to. No, I know, okay, but well, we've, not, we've mentioned yeah, we like can the ex- company. No, no, we can fucking say the company exists. Oh, yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. I mean, yeah. That's what you I mean. What what My God, he thinks it's the KGB. <laughs> do you think they're going to come round later? If they cut you off off your email, you'd be upset. Uh, well, I would, I would. But having said it, how many times have I took him up on an offer and gone, yay, okay, you've convinced me, I'll go and see it, it's free, and it's been the best thing I've ever seen. Duran Duran for tomorrow in Leeds. Oh, I saw that, Yeah. I think I am off their list. I didn't get that. If it was in Manchester, I would have gone. Right, very quickly, Show Film First is a, is, a, is a company that you sign up for, and if tickets to a play, a gig, or any kind of event haven't sold very well, they'll send you an email and said, look, we need to fill some seats. Basically, seat fillers. It's yeah. something that happens a lot in London. I've got a mate who basically, before he changed his job, he was at gigs or theatre five out of seven days a week blimey because he worked in the middle of town and he'd get these emails and it would cost him the price of the uh, booking fee but uh, well, and he'd go yeah. and see everybody well the thing is if, if it's a, even if it's a bit crap it's a night out yeah. and it's something interesting you might but, see an actor in it that you like or an actress or you might see something yeah. that that leads to something else. It's never a, a complete bust if you see something that's not amazing, is it? Well, I know, I know what you mean. 
But it, you, you know, essentially, you're meant to go and sort of uh, rave about the venue oh, and yeah, the, yeah, the performances, yeah. and, and they always tell you to go and buy a drink from the thing. Yeah, and don't hit. tell people sitting next to you that you didn't pay for the ticket. Yeah, and they'll pay fifty quid because they pay fifty or sixty quid. Like, well, so. I don't know. Which is fair uh, enough. Well, you're not. I mean, you wouldn't do that anyway, would you? Really? Some people do. Who the hell sits in a cinema and starts mocking the people at the side of them about how much they paid for the ticket? It requires a certain it, lack of fucking intelligence. If you got it, it for free and they've paid 80 quid, then... Well, I wouldn't do that. See how the price that. has gone up each and time. You, I don't, yeah, <laughs> yeah and as, as we and slowly I, remember what year we're in. I, I, yeah. As, as, as the Ticketmaster thing in. do, you know, bloody... You know, they do surge pricing now on Ticketmaster. Oh, boy. Of course they do. Yeah. Do you know what? Ticketmaster, I've used them. I'm not going to lie, I've used them. Well, sometimes they, that's the only option. They're a bunch of absolute cunts. That's, that's putting it politely. They really are. They, 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 they take making money to this higher echelon that I've never seen. I've never come across a company greedier than these people. But everybody's taking their, uh, their yeah. lead now. Uh, see, Pearl Jam tried to warn about, about them years ago. Yeah. But they got trodden down they get big they get big they get that big that they can squash everybody else and mm-hmm. then and then you end up with this and and this is the problem i mean even you get, artists are, yeah are fees for looking at this website yeah, yeah. well Ta- taylor swift upset. kicked off yeah. massively and then robert smith of the cure mm-hmm. actually took him to task and got a lot of uh, um, refunds issued yeah, yeah, but they they'd done a good thing. They were trying to keep them at a, a steady price, yeah. and because they'd put all their fees on top of it, it doubled the price of the ticket. Yeah, no, I get it, I get it. And then try getting a refund off them. Well, yeah, even if uh, yeah, even if it's cancelled, it takes the time. Doesn't yeah, it? well, they sell refund policies that if you can't actually get there. They they still don't have an obligation to give you the fucking money back, well, do you know, and that's a problem. Do you know what they've me. done now? And it's it's a similar thing on a, on like train line and things like that. You can pay a little bit more extra, surprisingly, for ticket insurance if you can't make it. Oh Jesus Christ! Yeah. I mean, what is I got this burnt earlier this year. I got super ill during during Christmas time, and uh, I had tickets to the Lowry to see the Neil Gaiman play. Uh, ocean at the end of the lane and I woke up that day and I was like I can't move uh, so I tried to get the refund uh, put through because I'd paid for the insurance and they wanted a doctor's note <laughs> or if you'd been battered or something in the street they wanted a your police report yeah, yeah. yeah no one, this no ain't one, happening no one's gonna do that one no you one. can't one you can't get a doctor's appointment these days oh, no. but the yeah. doctors charge you for sick notes yeah yeah, so no. yeah, and that's it. So I managed no to get. I managed managed to give the tickets to uh, Kieran though. Starburst, Starburst Kieran. At yeah. least someone's yeah. enjoyed it. Yeah. 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 Well, it is a thing, and it's the same. You don't take the insurance for that. And if you're buying any item in a shop and they offer you insurance, warranty, three year warranty, dad, forget it. It's just commission. All of this is just mm. nonsense. It's ruining our lives, in my opinion. This is getting like know your rights, isn't it? Well, yeah, well, why, well, show. why not? Yeah. Why not? Yeah. Why not? Why not know your rights? Because people well, who listen to the show go to things and they watchdog. go to... Yeah, watchdog, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, not wrong with it at the moment. I mean, the, the, you know, Ticketmaster, though, they do suck. 
Yeah. They really do. Um, and and it's bad because I'm using them. Well, we've got to. We've got to. Yeah, I know. Yeah. yeah. And now, now they only use the uh, the app to have the tickets, so you don't have a physical ticket. Yeah, you've got the Q code. You, yeah, yeah, but you can't take a screen grab in case you can't get any signal Yeah, because it's got a little moving thing on it. So what are you supposed to do then? No, I just wondered, what are you supposed so, to do? So Because venues you, you, have shit signals. Yeah, you're, a queue, lot you're of them queuing do. up, you're in the middle of nowhere. Oh, my God, it's not going up. Yeah, the Apollo in Manchester, shit signals in there because the walls. Shit, everything in the there. The walls, well, oh, there we go. That's interesting. I'm going to be there next week. Actually, oh, yeah. next week, next yeah. Wednesday. Well, there you go, though. That, this for is Offerman. No. <laughs> Watching Whittle Canoe. No, that's that's my notice that I'm not going to be here next week, guys. It's yes, okay. <laughs> we understand. But, but You're not going up. Why is he Nick, making it mysterious? Nick, <laughs> yeah, I get you can guess. People listening probably can guess. But, but anyway, that's not part of this show. That's part of the other show. Go on. Tell them where you're going. Or do you, is it a secret? No, it's not a secret. It's just, you you're know. Private. Private. It's, it's a private man. It's sold out. You can't get tickets, so there's no point in publicising. What, what if somebody wants to come and see if they can get a glimpse of the famous Starburst Martin? Uh, see, they've got, to, they've got to pay for the uh, the privilege like they <laughs> do what, for Have you got the scalpers Have you got an OnlyFans or something? Yeah. That's a good idea. I think we should do a Starburst OnlyFans. Yeah, your God. They, they, <laughs> the, the OnlyFans will always get back up. I don't know which, which part That's of what, that's is that what she said? Yeah, I don't know which bit of that arrangement would be the worst bit. You know. Well, we'd be paying people to go <laughs> sign up. That's gross! Exactly. Yeah. You know, the last show film first email I got was, uh, do you want to come and see the, uh, we need seat fillers for the man- season finale, The Mandalorian. And I was like, excuse me? And it said, yep, it's on at the, v-. it wasn't responding to me like that, you know. It said, yep, it's on at the view, round the corner. And I was like, this is the first thing yeah, I've ever heard well. of this. Went to the view website. There's, there was no evidence of this screening at all. So I don't know whose screening it was. Mm-hmm. And uh, absolutely I would have gone because I've always wanted to see. Yeah, but see. that'd be someone who's rented it to do the screening and put it on. It it's would not have been, part of their It would have been Dis- Disney would have rented it yeah, yeah, for yeah. a special thing. No, you, but, you missed out there. That would have been but, genuine. But the punchline was... It started at 7am. Yeah, well, there you go. Yeah, That's it's not happening. That, that, do you know what? 7am, I'm not trying to think In the of cinema. What, what would I get up for at 7am? Oh, God, I don't know. The house is on fire and I've got to leave or burn to death. <laughs> Maybe that. That I might get up for that. You never know, though. I might just think a crispy corpse is a better option at that point. It, sound, it sounds weird know. because most is people... That, is that the new donut place? Yes, crispy corpse, yeah. I'm sure most people listening would find this very strange to hear. We've got to explain that we work more night owl, uh, night hours. In US hours, because stuff comes out in the States. I do other stuff to do with the company that involves yep. money markets that, that open later on. These are, or starts kicking in like early afternoon and stuff's going on till late at night. Well, you can't do it all day round. You have to decide, am I going to stay up late, be a bit of a night owl, get up a bit later? Or am I going to do the, you know, get up at seven o'clock, do a bit of a jog? You know, all that. But in my opinion, this is just my experience. I'm not speaking for these two guys. I, I Nothing good happens before midday. <laughs> it just doesn't, does it? 
all the wankers are at work. They decide to all phone you and miver you and, you know, issue your divorce papers, issue all the uh, the summonses, give you all your bills arrive, you got to sign for this, you know. It's all that sort of shit goes on before midday. Then they all go to a long lunch, yeah, and you get a bit of peace. You know, I just, I just, nothing good, nothing good. Maybe something nice gets delivered. Okay. You know, maybe. I don't know. Maybe it does, maybe it doesn't. I got something nice delivered. I what, did. What, today? No, not today. Just last week. It was good. I got, um, I'm trying to, I'm trying, I can't remember what it is. That's how good it was. I just remember it was a really good experience. I got up in the morning and I thought, See? well, this is nice, isn't it? You just disproved your own argument. Yeah, but that it's a passive sort of thing. You're not you're not engaging with the world. You're sort of reacting to oh knock knock. Oh, and there's a guy there, and he's uh, an Amazon guy's there, and he's got something. And an and amazing it. guy, did you say? It, 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 an amazing, no, an Amazon guy. Oh I right, sorry, I don't I'll clean my ears up. That he he was a tall female. I mean, he was just a guy from Amazon. All oh, right, but. Did you decide not to uh, go ahead and tell us what was in the box? Because I'm it was a Christmas to, no, present or something. It's not, actually. No, I'm, I'm try- I, it just went blank out of my head. That's I, all right. I, That's okay. I just can't remember it. Happens. Was it double-ended? But it, it was a DVD. All right. Uh, sorry, Blu-ray. And, um, DVD. And, and I was very happy about it. I know what it was. I know what it was. And there was a reason why I shouldn't say. It was um, <laughs> Saizu. Oh, yes. Right. Yes. Yeah. 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 Saizu. Mm-hmm. Pretty damn good, but I can't review it because it's too early. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So there you go. Well, you've got an American Blu-ray, right? You, or a European it, Blu-ray? It, 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 it's not American, this one. Oh, where's it from? I don't know, but it's beautiful. <laughs> it's really nice, and it's region zero. You can play it on any uh, player. And I just, I just fancied the cut of the jib of that film. And if you've not seen it, it's just, yeah, there's this old guy, he's a miner, and it's World War Two, 1944, he's digging away, and then I think he's Swedish, isn't he? And the army come across, and he's just found a big a strike of gold, and it's just blown his mind because he's been looking for a big strike of gold and a gold vein like this for ages, and they come along as he's just trying to sort out how to get it to where he needs to get it. And they they start on him and they go, you get off your horse, you. And they start mocking him and being Nazis. Yeah. And they start to bully him and abuse him. And he, he goes psycho on him. Yeah. Everyone go check out the trailer. Looks really cool. It's crowd pleasing. And that's why mentally my mind kicked in and went, no, no, you can't say you've got that. Fair enough. And it wasn't Amazon. Was it somebody? It's a postman. Yeah. Oh, right. yeah. Did he He's ring weird, twice? Though. No, he didn't. He never rings. They did the doorbells. <laughs> the, the the doorbells weird. It sort of sounds like a drill bit going on into your wall, like that, because because the bell is obviously broken, and it's a weird old house, and it's a sort of electrocute him as well. I wish it would, because he just has no idea. I mean. The, the fucking annoying thing about my postman, and I'm just going to say this, um, maybe somebody out there, maybe somebody out there has got a postman like this, but... Probably someone next door to you. Maybe. He could, I don't know. He, he, I would imagine he lives locally. 
and and maybe yeah, the guy next door. Everybody in my catchment area will have this postman. Yeah, will have him. Yeah, and he's decided that uh, if you've ordered a uh, CD or a uh, Blu-ray or a DVD and it's come, and it may have arrived, it may have come from Australia. It may have it made its way seven thousand miles by air and gone to a hub, been distributed, and you know made its way on the uh, the Eurotunnel uh, to the UK, mm. then finally, you know, another distribution hub, and then it arrives tortuously to to the local depot, and it, it ends up with this guy. It's not recorded delivery. It's in a small little packet that fits through. It fits through the um, the letterbox, and he's decided that the the most important part of this fucking journey is. The, the bit where it will get damaged is obviously when he puts it through the letterbox and it travels the four feet to the <laughs> to the doormat. Yeah. Where that's when it's gonna smash to pieces, yeah. Oh, of course so it is, yeah. He 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 bang, 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 you were yo, is that what what the fuck's going on? Oh right, I'm down there and he hands you this fucking Blu ray or D V D. And I, d- I just can't get my head around him. Maybe he just doesn't want Mr. Post to start wrecking it. Yeah, I don't I don't know. He's, no, he did it before him. It's the same postman. I've had him for ages. Yeah, maybe he just wants a chat about what's in it. What what have you got? I don't know. Movie he's got. just why? He, he wants to see you in your little dressing gown, your no, kimono. No, uh, no, you never know, do you? There's some weird postman about. Yeah. But you might have a little fetish for your little hairy legs. Well, you see, but it gets it's fucking frustrating when it's not signed, it's not registered. They days. don't even get the. Signature anyway now. No, they don't bother, do they? Absolutely. Since COVID, yeah, yeah. It's, it's weird. But this guy, no, he want he wants to hand deliver you this this. Day. That's that's the personal touch. Fucking hell, I can do without him, and I'd rather him be a, an aggressive uh, guy of distance. I'd rather him do a fucking frisbee throw and try and get it through the letterbox from the end of the lawn. You, you know? wouldn't really, though, would you? I don't know. I mean, I do, my God, what's annoying is stuff comes and that, that bloody box is always broke anyway. Yeah. You know, where the middle bit and it always falls the out. Little spindles are always the coming spindles off. spindles are yeah. fucked. And oh, they, we've got know. a rattler. Yeah, a yeah. rattler. They, they arrive and you go, and you go, oh, oh Jesus man. Christ. Yeah. I've got replacement little blank cases for them now. Very important. Happened a lot. I think everybody does that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, maybe they don't, but they should. There you go. So if you've got a rattler, maybe you can email him because we've not even given the details out. It's studio at fabradiointernational.com. Yeah, let us know what you've had for free. Indeed, yes. And I think now we need to have a break and recalibrate and wait for your massive influx of emails to power and give us the strength to get through the rest of this fantastic show. Starburst Radio, brought to you by the editors of the world's longest-running magazine of sci-fi, horror and fantasy. Every Wednesday, 8pm till 10pm, exclusive to Fab Radio International. With Fab Radio. And welcome back to Starburst Radio at Fab Radio International. I nearly messed up where I was then. Nobody would have noticed. Are you sure? 
No. Oh, right. Okay. So, we've got an email, haven't we, of Julie B. She's saying hope that we. she hopes we're well and that she's sat with beautiful Welsh wine and enjoying the show. What's Welsh wine? I don't know. I mean, is, is it is made that, out of leeks? Is that a good thing? I hope so. I mean, I don't know. I've not. I've never had any, to be honest. I've never had any, but um, I'm open to the idea of it. You need to tell us what make, which brand. You know, is it as good as Oyster Bay, which is a fine six pound ninety nine wine from Tesco, Sauvignon Blanc? It's a nice wine, actually. Is it, or are you being sarcastic? No, it's a lovely wine. It's a really, really, really nice wine. You know, for for six ninety nine, you get what you pay for. You get something for a couple of quid. Oh, it's going to be like vinegar. You get something a little bit better than that, and it it starts to improve. But that six ninety nine Sauvignon Blanc, Oyster Bay at Tesco is the best. And you start, you can pay more, and it'll start to and and there's a bell curve. You're just paying for a minimal amount of difference at that point, you know. You know what I mean. There's always a there's an, there's a version of this in everything, isn't there? You know. Well, I don't Jewelry. know. I'm, I'm, uh, I've got some peach relentless. Have you again? Yeah. I thought Zero that was it. I'm disappointed. I thought this that is was only like a, a pound. Can. I thought it's, so a it's can one of, of the che- one of the cheapest energy drinks on the market. You know what? But energy- it's gosh darn delicious. Do you think they'd um, sponsor the show? Um, well, we've not had a good track record, have we? We've been we trying for over Red 10 Bull, years Red Bull to get for a Red while. Bull. They're yeah. just not biting, are they now? That's why you were purposely spilling it on the desk and stuff, you know, that wasn't, over and that, over that, that, and that over again. Purpose. Hey, dude, the irony of that is that you got the laptop that that yeah. happened to. And it was still sticky. And it never was right, was it? No. It was never right. We tried, we tried to, it, there is an episode of this show where I poured a can of Red Bull into the laptop that was actually doing the show and that didn't end well. And it never got, and it was an Alienware, it was a nice, lovely little laptop, but you, could, you couldn't get the, the stickiness out. Do you get that problem, Martin? <laughs> Were you sticking us on your keyboards? Not really, no. Are you sure? Yeah. Oh, God. Some of your, I've, I've, had to, I've opt on your computer every now and again, and them, them keyboards, they're a bit jammy, aren't they? They're a bit, they're a bit slow. Shall we leave the um, jammy keyboards, uh, dodgy postman? You think it's and... innuendo? Should we talk about some movies? Might not be. It's mainly movies and TV. What's everyone? What's everyone been up to this week? Has anyone got any movies that they want to recommend? Adventures they've been on. I uh, I managed. I managed to catch Renfield. Oh right, yeah, that slipped us all by, didn't it? He wasn't running very fast. That's why I managed to catch him. Right. Oh boy. Uh, no, and I, and I really Pause enjoyed it. Yeah. Oh boy. And I, I never claimed to be funny. Yeah, really enjoyed it. So Cage the, good. And, and yeah, no, he's good. Yeah, very good. Are you sure? There's, there's the opening is some really, really good recreations of the 1931 Bela Lugosi oh, film. Nice, because okay. this acts as a direct sequel, doesn't it? 
well, it's oh, within the same. Break. That's what give they me was, a break. That's what they were saying. Oh, is that what they were saying? Is yeah, it? these is aren't it? my words. This is a this sequel is... to one of the most famous horror movies ever made, starring Bella Lugosi. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The, 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 well, literally the film that made that name mean something. Well, and and Dwight Fry, who played Renfield in that, that character died in that film. So. Oh. Right, but the, how the, do they explain this in the sequel then? Well, he he, he can have the uh, the vampire blood and it or Dracula blood. Oh. It's uh, oh, because he's super powered now. Yeah, yeah, but they don't they don't do that in what we do in the shadows. The familiar never gets it, do they? No, they get sort of strung along. One day you'll be a vampire. You know, if you keep doing everything we say, which includes laundry, polishing our shoes, and all the the crap jobs. You will be a vampire one day. Mm. So how come Renfield manages to uh, get to be a vampire then? He's not a vampire. What he does, he gets the blood, recreates. You know, he get at one point he gets split across his belly, yeah, and all his guts start hanging out. I see. Uh, but the blood heals him. Okay. So and if he eats bugs, he gets superpowers. You know, and he can okay. super strength. So how come? It's not been well received, this film. I think people are just idiots. Yeah? Yeah. It's a lot of fun. Yep, there's faults with it, but you know what? I had a good time with it. Mm. I think it came out uh, at the wrong time. Yeah, I think possibly. Yeah. Because ev- everything ev- everything yeah. else had hit this year, hadn't it? Apart from any superhero fare. Mm. And that was the real first kind of uh, unexpected flub. But didn't it come out like around the time of Super Mario Brothers, where that film was just gobbling up everybody's money? Yeah, possibly, possibly as a, a, a sort of kids off school sort of thing, and that's not the film that they can go and see. And... Yeah, oh, interesting. Oh. Maybe it'll, you know, there's there's time it could get a second wind. I think on I think digital. it will do once it gets on uh, on the, the digitals and the Blu-rays. And Nicholas Cage was talking this week. He said his first his first memory was in the womb. Yeah, yeah, that's not true. That was it. He claims it's true. No, it's not. Though, is it? No, it was a dream he had, and he's just yeah. Yeah. misremembering it. Yeah. How? Yeah. How do you know? Because there is nobody alive that remembers being in the womb, apart from Cage. Yeah, rubbish, absolute nonsense. Look, I don't mean, shoot the I messenger. The Said this before. I admire the guy, but he doesn't remember that. Does he remember having that portrait painted all them years ago? Yeah. Hundreds of years ago, remember that one? That's a famous one. That <laughs> these pictures. Is that a Dorian Gray reference? There's, there's no, no, it's you. You, you brought this up in the show years oh, and years oh, ago. Yes, yes. yes. So it's a callback. Yeah. yeah. And it's not the only thing. There's been photos of soldiers from like uh, the <laughs> the American Civil War, where kind of one of the soldiers looked like him quite a bit. Yes, and, the rumour um, is that he was actually immortal. Yeah, yeah. he's been here all Historic along. evidence. Yeah. It's all coming yeah. back to me now. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. It's, bit uh, it's a bit of fun. It is, it is a bit of fun. It's like, you know, the time travel stuff that I like, where these pictures of people with cell phones in the 1920s. I love that. There's a, I love it. Some of, I don't know whether it was doctored or not, because I saw it on Facebook, which is always a bad thing, but it's an old painting. And... It's one of these ones with, you know, horrible sort of things happening. But there's a, a slave there with what looks like a phone looking at the phone. Yeah. What make was it? It's a picture, though, isn't it? Well, was it an apple? Yeah. Was it a mopple? Yeah. <laughs> you never know. Was it a mopple phone? Probably yeah. a Nokia. 
Well, it could be. Because they last a long time. Yeah, they do. They, they're good phones. They're good phones, but a lot of people still like the old. They, d- they didn't really make the leap to a smartphone, though, did they? No. No, not really. Mike, I've got a bit of news for you. Yes. Right. Did you know that, uh, and I don't have a clever segue for that, sorry, guys, but I'm just going to move it along. Rust. <laughs> You know the movie Rust is up and running again. All right, yes. Yes, I'm aware of that. Yeah, isn't that crazy? I thought that movie was done. This is the movie that Alec no, Baldwin... No, no. Yeah, no, Alec said Baldwin... They do it. Unbelievable. Said, yeah. That blew me away. Personally, no, they said they were uh, that's a really bad way of saying that. Yeah, no. Unintentional. Yeah. Right. Anyway, said- Jake Boosie's just joined this week, and I was like, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. This movie's still happening. They said... Well, yeah, it's going to be a massive hit. And it really and again. is. No, 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 because you don't you don't get a hit off a bullet. It's different, and it it doesn't. You work. can get hit by it. You can I get stand hit by, by Martin. It. That was funny. Okay, yeah, fair yeah. enough. He, he did. He did enough. good. Right. The the thing is, this this film, people are going to go and see this film because of this, and I know that's bad. But of course they are. Of course they are. People are going to be fascinated as to what this film is now. It's got the most, it's the most talked about film in production I've ever heard of because of all this, because of it all. But the weird thing is he was told that he wasn't going to be charged last week mm. and they dropped the charges. But then they still haven't told his solicitors yet. What does, so that, what does that mean? He's in limbo. They obviously do not have enough evidence to go ahead, but they haven't told him because they hate him that much. This is a very right-wing Trump voting uh, prosecutor that's prosecuted him, yeah. But even somebody who hates him because he's played... I've I've, I've told you, I think I've done it on this show, I've said there are things that I think about this. Let's put it this way. He's handed a gun. He's told it's not got bullets in it. He then... He's doing whatever he's doing with the gun. The gun goes off and shoots someone. But he's handed a gun by an armourer who's an absolute fucking gun nut. She's all over Facebook with guns and AK-47s and bloody every assault weapon you can think of, posing, doing stuff. She's a gun nut. And that makes sense because, you know, people who love guns, what are they going to do for a living? They're going to be an armourer, yeah? Mm. Uh, So she's an armourer, but she's a Trump supporter. She is a massive right-wing Trump supporter. And so This and, is the Baldwin that played Trump in Saturday This Night is Live. the Baldwin yeah, that played Trump. So I'm making sense now. Yeah, and everybody who loves Trump fucking hates him because he's vocally taken... He's taken the piss out of Trump on social media time and time and time again, calling for him to be impeached and played him on Saturday Night Live. And this is the person that hands him a gun and goes, ER, Alec, it's an empty gun. And then the gun goes off and someone's dead. I'm just saying... Big conspiracy. I find it a bit weird. Hadn't thought about that. that, that Didn't know that other bit. Yeah, that's that's the big thing. I mean, you can find pictures of her posing with guns in the most obnoxious possible way. And you wonder why this could have possibly happened. So it's only two things. One, she did it on purpose to get rid of him and really hated him, probably was friendly to his face and then did this, or it was an accident because she's just fuck, such a fucking bellend. 
Oh, this is um, all speculation for legal reasons. Uh, yeah, it's all yeah. speculation. I think them are the two ones that people are discussing. But at the end of the day, he was handed a gun, told it wasn't loaded, and it went off. And then he's being charged with killing the person, manslaughter. I, d- I just don't see it. I'm sorry, I don't see it. No, and, it's a horrendous situation, evil yeah, way, but... you know. And I'm not, I'm not even saying he's perfect, Alec Baldwin. His, his behaviour's not been ideal over the years, but it's, I, don't, I mean, why would he do this? No. Well, this is... Don't think there's any suspicion that he did it on purpose. Was, no, but you know, no, but, they but sh- they're, they're making it that he was reckless in some way. Well, there should not be live ammo well, on, on a film. If set. I handed you a gun now and said this has got um, this has got blanks in it, and you started shooting at a target, and they were live bullets, you wouldn't be able to see the difference between. But if you looked at the the chamber, you could see bits of it, and you would just see the bit of the cartridge. Mm. You can't. You can't possibly know. It's actually an amazing way to set someone up for murder. Anyway, yeah. there we go. It's the sort of shit that happened with um, Brandon Lee. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they do actually. They, the big thing that people have not gone on about with Brandon Lee is they think that he was shot with someone put live bullets in, and and it was no, it was blanks that shot. It was Brandon just a bit Lee. of uh, yeah. shrapnel. Wasn't it? it was shrapnel in the barrel. And they, there is actually some stuff in in a uh, blank that discharges, and you shouldn't be firing a blank at a person. You should be just shooting them if you're on horseback, vaguely chasing mm. somebody in a scene in a movie. But, just so they have the bang, and that's it. Yeah, but there's been a massive call now for just getting rid of real guns. Yeah, quite and, right. In general, anyway. Yeah, but... you, you just get plastic replicas that look absolutely identical. And you do it all in post. Do all the bangs, the sound effects. Do all the smoke. Do do all the effects in post. Well, why can't you get a fake gun that just does the recoil? Because that's all that they're going for, really, on a on a live set, isn't I it? I think they like the smoke as well. Well, yeah, but you've that's you've got all to that. Duplicate that. Yeah, but. I mean, you've, you've got those little bangers that you get in Blackpool that you throw on the ground. It's not they, that simple, is they, it? They create smoke, it? don't they? Yeah, it's not quite that simple. I don't think. No, but it's mad that it doesn't exist. It's mad that... Yeah, well, it's they, mad they, that they could do so much gun, more and then... Of course. Yeah, mm. you could make a plastic gun that looked like a real gun now. That you could, If you could make a lightsaber... That, that literally looks like it's igniting and going up and, and does the yep. clashing sounds and all that. You can make a gun that does a recoil for the actor to move and also emits a little bit of smoke oh, from yeah, a cartridge. Of course you can, and then you yeah. add the muzzle flash on later. Like the, yeah, the, that's, that's like literally every, yeah. everybody's yeah. got the ability to do, even if the you know a 13-year-old kid editing a movie on their iPhone. Yeah, You've got all those effects. So things just... It. It shouldn't exist at all. Yeah, it shouldn't be silly. an armourer on a film. Silly, silly, silly. I don't know. It's, it's just uh, it's bizarre that where it's gone down because this this went to the wire. I mean, the, the fact they didn't even check all this and then just charged it for political reasons they did, which I believe it's, it's the way it is. But, yeah, that film was always going to be made because they said, you know how they're going to do it. What do you reckon is going to be at the beginning of that film? In memory of. It will be. Of course it is. Of course it is. The Crow. In memory of Brandon Lee. No, that was Brandon Lee. 
Yeah, no. You know, that's a name. Yeah. Oh, God. What was the name of this woman who got killed on this set? You're going to have real trouble watching Yellowstone because every single episode ends with or begins with in memory of... Oh, that's all right. Right, You know that the next season will be in memory of Kevin Costner, it sounds like. No, no, no. no, He's leaving, isn't he? No, you don't know that for sure. This is all hyperbole that's out there. They they don't get on. They're having an argument and they're working things out. He wants to leave the show, clearly. Yeah. And But there's eight episodes to film of this fifth season. And they want him to not only do that, but stay on. And it's not over yet. He's they're just, just not getting on. But they've both got a massive hit show. Kevin Costner's got to remember that he he was fucked. I mean, he was. You know, he, he'd had a massive career during a certain period he'd been in some amazing films and the last 10 years have not been the best 10 years of his CV until this amazing show came on and it created a character that he fit like a glove and it's exploded when's the last time you heard people talking about Kevin Costner before this no it's been a while yeah Yeah, absolutely what what killed his You know, he's had a lot of ups and downs over the years. You know, for every field of dreams, there's a water world. Yeah, but you transition when you get a bit older and you don't get the roles. Of the and this is man. the role. He this got, is it. Yeah, well, yeah he got, I agree. He got. He was getting the roles. He, it was always leading man. And then when it beca- he became a little bit older than that, he he wasn't getting those roles. But he didn't transition. This is this literally is the role of a guy his age yeah. who's having trouble with legacy and what he leaves behind. That's what the whole thing is. It suits him. It could almost be Kevin Costnery, but he's he's kind of more left-wing than the character that he plays. What was the movie that really finished him off back in the like early 2000s? Was, was it The Postman? Do you remember the that? The Postman really did. It really messed him up. Who? Do you know what? It wasn't that bad. No, it wasn't that bad. Not at it all. Was a long it's just the worst title. Did, did ever. he keep getting yeah. people up to deliver the Blu-rays? Yeah, oh, that's very funny. That's very funny. In no, the news, just, all the Costner yeah. news today. His his wife's just filed for divorce as well, so he's got a lot going on right now, hasn't well, he? Yeah, you've got that. Oh dear, I didn't even know about that, but that adds to it. So, you know, you're expecting him to turn up on to set all chipper. Glad to be part of this show. And What's the showrunner's name? Is it Taylor Sheridan? Taylor Sheridan, yeah. And it's, I mean, he's on a roll. He's had that. The two prequels, which are always a difficult thing to land, both of them have been as good as, if not better, than the main show. And they've been well received, so everything's great, really, for him. But I can, I, I can imagine maybe Gavin Costner feels that He's not getting the recognition that he deserves, maybe. Really? I don't well, know. Respect he deserves from what? Uh, from because Taylor? He, well, he certainly is from the audience. There. They get, they, they, Taylor Sheridan clearly really loves this world. Do you know that he's actually bought a ranch nearby, a huge ranch, the Triple X Ranch, and it features in Yellowstone? People think it's fictional, but he actually owns that ranch, and the next spin off is that ranch. Right. Yeah. But he actually lives there. It's his home. Wow. It's it's quite mad what's going on. So you can imagine maybe maybe Kevin Costner's like, hang on, this is down to me that this is this big. And maybe Taylor Sheridan's kind of like, no, 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 no. 
no, no. I've got three shows now. You're not. You're only. You're in one of them, mate. You know. Yeah. Who knows? And the next one's about my house, yeah, which means one's... I'm going to write off the uh, the, yeah. the sale of my house onto the onto the budget of the TV show. Well, here's the, that 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 is the problem, isn't it? I mean, <laughs> and when you think about it, when I'm talking about ego, yeah, the fact you've put your house in <laughs> your house is a show. That's quite something, that isn't it? It is. Yeah, we're talking about ego. Guardians of the Galaxy is coming out today, isn't it? Yes, it is. And uh, why are we not there tonight watching it? Because we we're be. here. We kind of should be. Because we're, we're here. Yeah. Sadly, but James Gunner was saying that um, he's made six hundred different versions of this movie to fit every conceivable aspect ratio on every screen around the world. Yeah. TV. I've also heard these different bits of the show. Of the movie, yeah, the movie right. that that uh, he basically there are different little don't know. It wasn't explained that well. It was there were different things in each cut. There's loads of different cuts of the of the film apparently. Right. Well, okay. No, that that's, Look defi- into that's it. definitely I not made the, made the news. No, at no. But yeah. Then again, if you've got a different aspect ratio. Something's going to be new in each one of those things. Yeah. Sometimes you're not going to get that left-hand corner thing. That yeah. You know the alien that features in in the no, background be, be there. Stuff like that. But yeah. Um, oh, by the way, when I said talking of ego, yes, the, the ego, the living planet, not yes. James Gunn. Yeah, we well, know. I wasn't slamming him. No, I got that. Good. I got that. Just I had got to that. clear it up because I like the guy. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I'm looking forward to Guardians. Are you, are you Martin? Not really. Okay, so... Uh, well, there DC you go, news. there you go. There you go, eh? In other DC news... He there was you go. Pom- and Guardians news, Pom Clementoff... That's uh, easy for you to say. It wasn't. Uh, is uh, She's going to be in the DCU. As, okay. Yeah, she's the first one. It's her to birthday be. today, isn't it? It is, yeah. yeah. If you're listening, Pom... Yeah. Congratulations... Well, on joining yeah. the worst franchise thing in the world. There's, no, it's <laughs> no. You can't the say DC that. thing. Right? I know <laughs> you are. We've not seen any of the You've DC universe anything. yet. It's going to be really good. The Snyder Knights won't be happy with this. Oh no, they will. Another uh, Marvel cast off joining the fold. They were on form this weekend. They were all over Facebook. They were taking the opportunity to. Um, Bask in the glory of this Snyder con or whatever, and oh gosh, I missed it. Yeah, I was in Wales all, with the family. They're all talking. Yeah. How did it go? Well, apparently, was you there? It was spiritual, well, and everybody had a whale of a time. And now there is no way, no way that it's not going to be coming back. And remind everyone what Snyder con was. Snyder con was a um, a massive circle jerk. Of of um, of tossers that think that those movies that Zack Snyder made, Man of Steel, Batman versus Superman, and um, Justice League, were the the holy trilogy of superhero movies. They were the best films that were ever released to mankind. There was something you know religious in nature about them. Snyder, SnyderCon was a, yeah. a movie marathon party type yes. thing, wasn't it? Yes, for it fans was. of, yeah. of the Man of Steel. Have, they've all got yeah. basements in yeah. their parents' house. Yeah. Oh, don't be cheeky. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with that either. No, not at all. It gives them a bad name. 
people who have got basement. <laughs> yeah, I could. I can't. I can't believe Agreed. these. I can't believe these toss pots. The, the some of the stuff that they come out with is is unbelievable. They have no doubt that this is all. You know. They, they all be. they all think they're producers of these yeah. films. But they've they? changed. They've changed the slate. Yeah. The the upcoming slates changed. Oh, yeah. Okay. Because you know it was the um, Man of Steel two. Then you had um, Justice League um, part two and part three. Yeah. And yep. you had the airs cut of um, Suicide Squad. That was the first. That was their phase one. Yeah. Right. So uh, no, they've changed the title now. It's um, Man of Tomorrow. Oh, good on him. Man of Tomorrow yeah. is the sequel with Henry Cavill as Superman that's going to be released. Never, you fucking idiots. <laughs> <laughs> you know what Superman movie will be released? Superman Legacy. Yep. Also, though, mm. this... Do you remember the one? It was... J.J. Abrams was producing it. Uh, and it was uh, to focus on a black Superman. And apparently that is still going ahead. Yeah. According to Gunn, but it will be an Elseworlds movie. Yeah. yeah, the one I was talking about the other week, where I said, "Yeah, they've got a black Superman in canon." Mm. You know, he was um, he was part of the whole Final Crisis and all the rest of it. He, he exists, so it, uh, it wouldn't necessarily have to be Elseworlds, then, would it? No, it's just it's another Earth where he's the version that that becomes Superman. Then again, yeah. if J.J. Abrams is uh, is in charge, James Gunn would probably want that over there in Elseworlds. Yeah. Yeah, just like all the Lucasfilm people would probably well, prefer yeah. Rise of Skywalker to have happened in an Elseworld. This is the thing. Oh, they don't, they don't, I feel bad. Yeah, I know. I feel it's, really it's bad. It's the way it is, isn't it? It's the way it is. But I loved things. Force Awakens as well. Please. I thought he did a cracking job, but he... Oh, God, it was... Crushing. Yeah, I thought he did. It was as a Star Trek fan. I thought he did a great oh, job of, did of doing an, well. an alternative uh, Star Trek that we I thought could exist alongside the stuff we loved. It was clever how they did it on a different timeline, so you could just accept this was something else. It didn't ruin what you'd done. It didn't mean Deep Space Nine didn't happen or any of the other shows. And then they did that follow up with the Super Blood and fucking yeah. Khan. That's not Khan. Who was John Harrison? John Absolutely Harrison, horrendous. The, the main villain of your films, John Harrison, and you don't think, oh, wait a minute, that's going to turn out to be Khan. I'm not even a Star Trek fan, but Holy when I went shit. to see that, it pained me for all y'all. Yeah, it you know? was fucking hideous. Oof. Yeah, what a shocker it was. And uh, me and Sean... Are a... I understood why oh. you were so devastated that night you came in. Gutted. You'd just been to see it. I was seeing it a couple of nights later. Gutted. And you looked traumatised. Gutted. Gutted. And then, you know, the third one was slightly better because it had at least Simon Pegg had written some Star Trek humour into it. So you had some sort of stuff you could buzz off. But even that, again, oh, it starts out and the Enterprise is destroyed. Oh, here we go. Nothing had a value with them. And this is the, the, the bloody problem. So then you, and then all this, they wouldn't have even been made. CBS and Paramount and a split as a company Viacom became uh, the holder of the Star Trek IP and oh, licensed yeah, yeah, yeah. it and, yeah. licensed it to a company called Paramount that wasn't the original Paramount yeah. and there and here you are and it has only just with Star Trek Picard folded back into being all Star Trek under one roof where you can just go oh yeah that's what that looks like 
here's a Starfleet uniform, no one's getting sued, and and that's it. So he was trying to do everything he could. But the big shocker for, for poor old JJ was the big reason they wanted the, in the legal agreement everything had to look so different, wildly different, was they wanted to keep selling the old Kirk original Star Trek merch, yeah? And yeah, not yeah, have yeah. to share yeah. it with him. So he had to do his own stuff that looked different, and he did a range of toys based on that first Star Trek movie. No one bought them. No one bought anything. Peg warmers. They were, yeah. No one bought anything. Simon Peg warmer. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. That's pretty much how it went. Oh, boy. Oh, you know. They were mentioned there briefly, the concept of Star Wars Elseworlds. Yes. But it already exists. Mm. Uh, tomorrow is May 4th, and we get a new season of Star Wars Visions. Yeah. Which is a collection of, um, I think it's like uh, seven or eight new short films, mm. each made by a different uh, animation studio from around the world, including Ardman Animations mm. this time. Right. But... That's all non-canon. That's oh, okay. all. That's uh, but they've they've not they've chosen not to brand it anything. I would have just gone branded it with the legends, but they've they've not done that. They've just gone. Yeah, these are all. We let them do what they wanted to do, and it's getting outstanding reviews for the people who have seen the uh, the the screeners. Mm. But yeah, we've got a couple of hours, and then that'll be out. Oh, okay. Yeah, can't well, wait. That's all right, isn't it? Yeah, I loved the the last season. Uh, mm. Some absolute crackers. Remember mm. that? I, I picked up a statue when we went mm. to a Forbidden Planet in London, didn't you? And you were like, "What? The yes. hell? Who the hell is that?" Yeah. And it was uh, that. That's that was from one of the visions. Yeah. Yeah. The no. twins. Highly recommend that. Also, you can watch it in any order, obviously. Yeah. Because they're all self-contained. Yeah, it's good stuff. Did you watch any of that, Martin? I didn't. Okay. Next. next. <laughs> <laughs> Is anyone looking forward to Star Wars Day tomorrow? May 4th, uh, I, May the 4th be with you. It's a big day for Fab Cafe. They always make a massive effort on that day. And I think it's always appreciated. And and a lot of people go in. A lot of people go in and they, they seem to have a good time Oh, there. I love it in there You know, on that day. It's a shame that it's a Thursday night, isn't it? But yeah. Lots of people turn up in costumes. But it's like every year it moves forward a day and then you'll have a magic period where it's on a Friday, then a Saturday. Is that how that works? Yeah, yeah. Is it? What do you mean? Honestly. Next next year it'll be May the 5th. Yeah. He's confusing me. Yeah. (laughs) But no, next year will May the 4th automatically on a Friday. Yeah, well, imagine it's it's not a leap year. Ah, see, there's always those complications in there. The leap year messes stuff up. That's why there's a period where, I say to you, that... Satan's Hollow with its Halloween gig. Ah, yes, yeah. The the best one. I hate it when Halloween's on a Friday, a Saturday. Because that's robbing you Sunday, of a good yeah. night anyway. No, no. You just give, me, give it me that Halloween's on a Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and we can have it that day, and that we can have the weekend as a sort of unofficial one because people come out dressed up anyway on, on the first weekend after or before Halloween. Absolutely. Yeah, that's how it works. But I think May the 4th will be the same. I mean, I can't believe how well it's it's took off. It wasn't a thing even 10 years ago, really. No, I was trying to find the, the date where this kind of became solidified. Yeah, May the 4th day. it was. Stop it, Martin. Yeah, he's clever, isn't he? Because how I was trying to write out, a, eh? a quiz question for, ah, for Fab Cafe. How we figured that out, eh? 
And um, one of the early instances was um, the the Telegraph in 1979 did the, the headline for Maggie Thatcher. Yeah. May the fourth be with you for Maggie Thatcher. Oh, That's one of the earliest instances of oh, this joke. Wow. wow. Yeah, I don't know what she'd done. You probably know better than probably me. Probably got elected to Parliament. Maybe. Yes, could be. Could be. Could be. Could be. Yeah. And then I think it became really widely used in like uh, started around two, 2011 yeah. and then California decreed Star Wars Day officially in 2019 to kick off the um, the opening of Galaxy's Edge. Yeah. So it's an actual pub. That, 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 that went well, didn't it? It did, yeah. It did it? Well, yeah. Galaxy's Edge. I can't Edge. wait to go. Yeah, Bob Iger is really chuffed with that place, isn't he? I can't wait to go. Yeah, I, I, I wouldn't mind going. Brilliant. It's just um, the way they did it. I don't, I don't think they... I think they could have done it better. Conceptually, it is super strange that they chose to um, make it canon for some reason. So mm. you can't, it's fixed in time. They just added Grogu and the Mandalorian. Yeah. yeah. And people are like, yeah, but what, this doesn't this doesn't make sense. I can't remember it quite why. Because, it, because it's supposed to be. They, they were trying to not pay George. Some residuals. You've, told, you've said, yeah. That's it. Yeah. Oh, they'd have put it there. What what everyone wanted to do was turn up there and see fucking Darth Vader and a few others from that era wandering round. They wouldn't have give a shit, even if it was set in a weird amalgamation of eras don't with everybody care. wandering around. I don't think they anybody don't care. cares. They wanted to be on a Star Wars set with Star Wars ships with Star Wars stuff. Yeah. And they they went and set it. In the period of the pre- of the sequel trilogy, it's so that they worse. got all the, it's uh, even worse. They've madness. said it in between the Last Jedi and Rise of Skywalker. Oh, well, I don't know what to say. So about. Kylo yeah. Ren shows yeah. up, and you're like, "Oh, he's dead." Yeah, I know. You know the scenes where you get uh, uh, Ray fighting. Yeah, I know. Fighting yeah. Kylo Ren on that on that ship, on the uh, what's it called, the Halcyon Star Cruiser. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. uh, but you already know the outcome. Oh, it's just terribly overcomplicated. Yeah, I think they've shot themselves in the foot. Shall we go for a bit of a break? I think you're probably right there. Yeah. I think that would be... Yeah, we've got yeah, a few yeah. emails to get through, and I've got loads more Star oh, Wars news to um, like bore you d- with, Martin. There's been a deluge. There's been a deluge. And uh, I think I think you're probably right. We need to go and get ourselves all pumped up, ready for this. Where, do you think we need psyching up? Do you think we need a bit of? Yeah, um, do you think we need a, a bit of uh, training Red montage? Bull? Yeah, we do. Starburst Radio, the home of Chris Hayes. He used to work in a video shop. Did you know that? Across the world, twenty-four hours a day. And welcome back to Starburst Radio. I thought I'd say that that way. That, that was nice. Do you like that? Shall I just mix it up a bit? It makes people delight on the edge, then, aren't they? Yeah. This, what are you going to do next? It's yeah. crazy, man. Well, I'll just read one one email and then because I want to just say something because I've got a little bit of a review 
you know, a little oh. bit of a review. It's not a very, it's, I mean, I did the other review of that film and it wasn't particularly in depth, but I feel like I can't really comment because it's not out yet. But you really need to see that film. Yeah. The one that I mentioned earlier that I shouldn't have seen Cici. by now. Yes, thank you for, for, for doing that. He hasn't seen it, so it's okay. So he's not, not breaking the embargo. Yeah. Yep. You reviewed The Postman, though. The, the person, not the film. There you did. I did. I did a, a very good review of him. Do you know what, though? I'd be really upset if I found out that he had listened to this. He might be. Well, you'd never he know, do you? sat there crying. Because though. if he... say so just... You never know who's who. And he could have just... Well, not that I think we're mega famous or anybody knows us, because I don't... <laughs> That's like, why he keeps knocking I, on. He can't wait to see no, you. It's no, you, no. isn't it? It's the, you. Say that thing you do. The thing is, you can be... I've been... I've been in France, in a village, and someone walked over and went, you've got Fab Café. I'm not joking with me and Charlie. And, and but that, I'm going, that oh, might yeah, be you're French right. for something else. <laughs> uh, it could well be, but, you know, he was very nice, so I assumed he'd had a good experience. But he's never with, with pubs. It's always a bit weird, isn't it? Because, uh, do you own Fab Café? And he's like, right, did he get beat up by the door staff? <laughs> did he get thrown out? Did his wife, uh, uh, you know, throw the wedding ring back at him in there, you know? <laughs> or did he have a great time and got and got pissed listening to the B-52s? So what do you do? Uh, you, so yes. you go, well, Fab, Fab Cafe, well, it's a good, nice place, Fab, isn't it? And then if they then go, yeah, 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 really love Fab, I go, yeah, I own it. It's mine. It's all mine. It's everything. I'm, I am the bricks. I am the mortar. I'm everything. But if they, there's any problem, I'm like, yeah, I, I knew, I know this guy who has something to do with it. Yeah, yeah, you know. And and you, you change the subject then, don't you? But yes, what I was going to say is uh, Rob Doyle has emailed and he says, Hi again, I meant the music, not the show. Great fun as always. Have a good one. And it would have been even better if I had have read the first email first and gone, I'm a bit late tonight, what am I listening to? And then when I said, uh, I meant the music, not the show. Great fun as always. Have a good one. That would have made sense, but that didn't make sense. No. And you were listening to um, B-52's Planet Claire. I think this was before that. Oh, was it? It's I the, Oh, the next. Cafe Reggio, yeah. Isaac Hayes from the soundtrack of Shaft. And if you are listening on podcast, you haven't got a clue what Mr. Rob Doyle is talking about. And maybe you should tune in and join our lovely little private party at 8pm every Wednesday at Fab Radio International. Now that was good. Mm. See? Well done. There we go. Yeah, so, G and so, up. I went, I saw, I thought, it's Friday night, it's not five o'clock, and Cracker Jack's not on, mm. so what am I going to do on Friday night? I fancy watching Citadel. I thought, I'll watch oh, Citadel, yeah. okay, because I love James Bond, and James Bond isn't James Bond anymore. It's kind of like some weird version where he mopes over stuff and he angst over how he doesn't need to exist anymore and then hooks up with someone who's a wet blanket and then goes off and gets killed. That that That's the bond we're talking about. I prefer, you know, uh, Kingsman to that and that my bond doesn't seem to be around. So I thought, well, Citadel, I might watch this because I love spy stuff and I'm, I'm wanting... I'm wanting a James Bond movie that I'm not going to get. And I keep watching stuff, hoping it'll turn into that. And the closest thing that I remember in memory is uh, the first Kingsman film and uh, actually the uh, the King's Man 
mm. the the one that was released just after COVID. Didn't do that well though because of COVID. Because it was it was right in the awful spot where people still weren't going to the cinema. Yeah. But you watched it with me, didn't you? I did. Chris? I yeah. absolutely loved it. Yeah, and you didn't even have to have seen the others, did you? It was. Well, they're it, still they're yeah. still making more. Yeah, I'm excited. I know There's that a TV show coming yeah, out. They want to do the 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 final bit of Eggsy's story. Yes, they I do, know yeah. that that would yeah. be good. The one that really sticks out is not a a spy movie. It's Captain America: The Winter Soldier. Mm-hmm. So. The Russo brothers did that, and I thought, holy shit, it's a superhero James Bond movie. It was so good. It was so fucking amazing, that film. I mean, that is one of my favourite Marvel movies. And those guys, the Russo brothers, did Infinity War and Endgame and finished it all off. And you know what? Boy, did they choose the right couple of guys to do that. So I thought... I'm going to watch this show just based on them. Is it going to be any good? Whatever. So you've got the star. The star is Richard Madden from Game of Thrones. And then you've got his colleague, his co-star in it. It's kind of like the man from Uncle. You've got the two spies at the centre. And it's um, Jonas, uh, Chopra Jonas. What's her first name, Chris? Well, Help well, me out here. The, bo- it, the One of the biggest Bollywood movie stars of the the late 2010s. It's Chopra, isn't it? Yeah, no, no, first name. Oh. Oh, for God's sake. Well, Tom Cruise, you can't just go Cruise. Oh, I don't know his first name, can yeah, you? You can. You can, but people aren't having that, are they? Oh, we'll check in a minute. Crack on. All right. Well, It'll anyway, come to right, us. right. Well, she, uh, the two of them start. So, so. Here we go, Martin. I'm going to try and sell it more to you because you hate fucking everything and I just would not, like you to... Very true, I'm only kidding, but uh, you're harder things. to sell things to than, than, than him. And it starts off, you've got a world, a world order where you've got Manticore, which are the bad guys, they're Spectre. See, I love it already, yeah. just with yeah. that. And you've got the good guys who are Citadel, trying to keep them at bay from taking over all these third world countries and, uh, and controlling the world's economy, you know. And um, it's been going on, obviously, a long time, and then it reaches ahead within the first 20 minutes of the show. And there's a massive fight on a train, that is amazing choreography. I've never seen anything like Inside it. Inside or on top? Inside. See, I love on top train yeah. fights. I do them is, a lot. There in, is two different things, isn't it? So they're very different, actually. Red Dead Redemption. You get a lot of that in the video game. So there's a lot of that going on on top um, in stuff like that. But in here, they go, no, let's, we're keeping to the carriage. Mm-hmm. So in the plane carriage, the train carriage, not the plane carriage. I'm like snakes on a plane, snakes on a train. I get mixed up. You know how it is. <laughs> and massive fight. Choreography is right out of Winter Soldier. It's just bang on. It's amazing. She is hard ass. I mean, the way that she's picking shit up and smashing guys over the head with stuff. And, it's, and it doesn't look like... Sometimes you watch these things and you see, like... The Rings of Power that my friend Gareth brainwashed me into seeing, but I'm still, I'm halfway through, if Gareth is listening to this, I'm halfway through, I've got four episodes to go, I am finishing it. But she's a very small person who, for some reason, they do the fight scenes, but she just looks ridiculous. She looks so tiny compared to all these people, and Mm. they're all, she's beating them all up and killing them and beheading them, and you go, "Mm, I don't know about this. And for some reason, she's not a, a big physically imposing person. 
in um, Citadel, but it looks like she's capable of destroying half the carriage. You know, it, it works is what I'm saying. So you've got this big fight and then all of a sudden something happens and then you are left wondering, well, where are we? And it jumps eight years ahead. And the whole thing is about what's happened. One of the spies doesn't remember who he is. And considering one's a girl and one's a bloke, I've kind of spoiled that, I think. Right. Yeah. (laughs) But this is not a jump like the Bond jump where you miss all the adventure. No, no, because they're all... I don't want to ruin it, but people have got different lives then. And then it reopens after the aftermath uh, of the longest good night. Sort of, yeah. Yeah. So then you've got to... uh, Then then the, the Stanley Tucci is amazing in this, by the way. He's kind of like the M who's controlling them all and then something happens to him. Something happens to the whole status quo. You get the feeling it's like you've been watching Bond movies for 20 years, but this is maybe the one movie where Spectre actually win, yeah? And things get completely messed up. And it's the aftermath. Yeah. And it's the aftermath of that. So it was really, really good. And I'm only two episodes in, but this was really great TV. Is it one of the ones where every episode's out now? No, it's not. Oh, is it? Two, two episodes. Two episodes, they and then, then, they're, then they're doing it every week. Yeah, Yeah, and it felt like a 90-minute pilot movie watching both of those. Yeah. So I think it's quite old school, and you're getting one a week. And I all I've got to say is, to me, I'd like to say it's a 9 out of 10, but Chris won't allow me. So it's a four-star TV show for me that will, if it continues on this realm, is going to make that star up very easily because all I want out of this, I, I want to watch a modern take on The Man from Uncle mm. or something like that. It just feels good. The, so danger but, Man, that sort of oh, thing. Oh, Danger Man, yeah. yeah. It's the sort of stuff they don't make and it, and it's obvious that these guys, I've not spoken to the brothers and I just, I just think that if I had five minutes chat, I can guarantee you they love the man from Uncle. They love yeah. it. I saw all these influences, and um, you know, and there's nothing wrong with that. Like I started watching Severance on Chris's recommendation, and do you know what that show reminds me of the most? The Prisoner. It, the Prisoner. Right. It's like a modern day reworking mm-hmm. of The Prisoner, and it and it only hit me. It. it hit me last night. I don't know how, because you've not watched The Prisoner, have you? But you know what The Prisoner is, kind of. Correct, yeah. Yeah, but the fact that you'd already pegged that, I didn't. it didn't occur to me until last night, and I started going, oh, God, this is really, really quite... So I think you'd like this, Martin. It's know? another one on my list that but I did to get round to. But you know how he's funny about eating food when you watch a film? Mm. We've not discussed this on it, but he, is, he, do, he doesn't like hearing that this amazing TV show that you're having a pot noodle or you were having a, you know, cheese sandwich. You were you were basically thinking and eating and coordinating, putting food in your gob while you were watching this thing that everyone slaved over making. You didn't do that, do you? I Did don't. You? Do you watch Severance while eating your I tea? don't. I won't. Right, I've got shows, right? Yeah, it's your fault because yeah. I didn't think of this yeah. before you started all this and now. Then I spoke to Charlie and she got on board with this as well and now the house is ruined now because i could watch anything and now i've got shows that you can watch csi right when you're starting to eat your tea 
Yeah, I would say. I would say because the plot kicks in after allowed. ten, fifteen minutes. You've got ten minutes, and by then it's all in your stomach, or you didn't like the food. It, it's yeah. quite right. formulaic. Yeah, yeah, it? yeah, isn't yeah, it? yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it kind of easygoing narratively. I, I watched yeah. Young Rock and some. Um, That's definitely some, you can eat. Some yeah allowed. There you go. So this is a new thing. What can you eat? What can you not? I don't know about you, Martin. If you have any uh, of I, I might snack occasionally. But you were, but you wouldn't eat an actual sit-down meal on your I, lap watching something you really cared about. I tend to watch stuff in bed. So, ah, so severance is off the map. Uh, do you know what? If I don't concentrate on severance, I don't know what's going on. And I, I didn't think I, I don't think I'm a thick guy. I don't. I think I'm reasonably good at following a plot. But you, you blink when you're watching severance, and you've missed subtle stuff that later on, even the whip for the elevators. Well, I see. The, the, I. I Blink quite a bit. Yeah. So oh, I, I don't want to be missing it. Oh, I'm telling He's you. Kidding you. Again, I know, I know. He's, but but he's on yeah. a light kick tonight, isn't he? I think that um I think that Citadel is joining my don't eat list. Good. Um is that, is, Yellow Jackets is on my don't eat list. <laughs> don't eat. And don't the, there's eat. a weird yeah, exception great. to the don't eat list, right? And and the don't eat list. I, I don't know if you've got one out there. You let us know if you do Make this or are we just weird? <laughs> well, I've not seen that, but I'll, I wouldn't want to. I could have a nice sa- sausage and a savaloy. Oh, God, a savaloy. God, and this. A, a, bit, a bit, a big kipper. It's a call back to a guy that we just don't want to mention oh, on this But show. I will mention, I, yeah. I just remember. You, you had a savaloy. I did, it but I wasn't going to bring that up. <laughs> well, afterwards, it's not you that interesting, is it? He did have a savaloy. No, I've just remembered Review the actor's name from Citadel. I've yeah. just remembered it. Yeah. Grab's phone. Priyanka Chopra. There Did you that go. Come out? See, see. <laughs> Did that at come least out? I got a Chopra. Priyanka right? Chopra Jonas. Well, I got a Chopra. Yes. Yeah, the Jonas yeah, she got later. How, how easy was that to remember? I know. It just yeah. rolls off the tongue. So, does, yeah. so. The, as you several I did. Oh, you see. So, there is one weird show that kind of should be you can eat show. Yeah. And I think that's The Walking Dead because it's not massively complicated and if they pull any twists or, or surprises, they sort of do it at the end of the episode. So the first 10 minutes, you can be having your tea. But the problem is... They nice start juicy ripping, steak. Yeah, but you never know when nice they're going to... Nice bloody. They, yeah, you never know when they're going to start ripping gizzards out, do you? So you can't eat The Walking Dead, but that gives it kudos on a material and intellectual level that it's not earned. Anyway, we'll stick that in there. So uh, yeah, so Citadel, don't eat your food, and just get dive in. If you don't like the first two, you're going to hate it. Yeah, well, you don't know because you've not seen episode three yet. It might get better for them. Oh, but but he discussed this the other week. We're not in that realm anymore. Remember, I do you remember you met people who went, oh, by the third season, Star Trek: The Next Generation was great. Yeah, that's forty eight episodes. You you watch episode three on friday yeah and you might go god that went downhill well it might and it might just and they turn might out go, oh, to actually be. i quite enjoy all them. i can say is that based on what i've seen if you like james bond and you like a bit of action and you like you know action sequences that are choreographed that look amazing and are mesmerizing you will like the first two episodes of this as a as what i've seen so far mm. and and it's a good start for a tv show and there aren't many spy shows that aren't fucking boring sky-produced procedurals where uh, with full of British actors being fucking boring. 
yeah. talking about moping about life and shit. I want, I want the, <laughs> I want exploding volcanoes and shit and everything. Well, I this, want all this is of on that. all the billboards, so it's they're they're going behind it, so it's. Well, I hope so, yeah. But it's not. But the problem is, it's it's not. If it was Apple, I'd feel better. If it was Apple, like I know I'm going to get five years of severance to to fill. I don't feel I'm wasting my time complicating my life watching severance, trying to work out the twists and stuff because I think it's going to run. It will, you know, because yeah. I mean, I mean, have you watched for all mankind, Martin? Yeah, I haven't yet. No. You see, you'd love that. That's for you. That show's made for you. It's your era. It redoes. The era of your life growing up when me and you were kids and toddlers growing up and it redoes it all. You know, I don't want to space. watch me growing up. Oh, it's you know what I mean. I don't want, I'm teasing. No, it it's like be. a like um, Attenborough show. Oh God, yeah. Martin in the wild. <laughs> Martin Wild. <laughs> Marty Wild. Marty Wild. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Let's just go and make go on. Name more people. Right. <laughs> Tell you what was wild. They uh, told you not to use that one. Oh, are you are you delete? Are you want me to delete some of these things? Uh, yeah, I bet there's some you've not heard. You know, I bet Probably. you like this one. Shut up, Shauna. Uh, but she's not here, so it makes no sense. What about this one? The funky bunker. The funky. The funky bunker. I like yeah. The funky bunker can stay. Yeah, I think that was the Craig Charles TV show, wasn't it? <laughs> I've forgotten about all about him. You know, someone said he was dead last week. <gasps> no, I saw that. Did you see that? Right. Well, he so got one of those obituaries on he social did. media. Somebody, a woman, came on and went, "I've just heard he's died. I really miss him. He was a he was a really funny guy." Someone went, "He's not dead. He's doing." this show and she went look I'm not being funny I don't trust your sources he's dead you know it's just it's not been announced yet and then someone went no I can tell you that I'm with Craig Charles and I'm with him now and he's actually not dead and she went look I'm not disputing you you it's just your sources you're probably a very honest guy it's just your sources and then fucking Craig Charles replied to her and went no I'm here I'm still here and all that and she just goes Whew, what a bel- what a relief! You don't know who to believe, do you? <laughs> and I thought, is that how difficult it is? You actually end up having to speak to the actual person now. It's, it's like, one way of getting a reply on Twitter, isn't it? Do you think that's cynical? I think she was just a bit thick. It's like, like the day it happened to you. I've had it twice. Yeah, I've had it fucking twice, and and the but the one the first one was on a message board, so things hadn't sort of. How can I put it? You know, things weren't as quick in the dissemination because people would log on to a message board, then read it. It could be a day before you read something on there. The Satan Hollow message board it was. And it was one of them novets I was in that court case with. I'd just gone, oh, so sadly missed her. Apparently I'd had a car crash on the um, M63. And, and then there were loads of people going, oh, he had children and all that. I read um, a lot of stuff of, of some people who... Who weren't that bothered? <laughs> <laughs> and then, but well, Satan's going to be open or what? I then? know. Well, it's that, isn't it? And then, and this time, someone hacked my fucking Facebook and announced it, and and uh, it was interesting. I'd say I didn't want to read them, but you had to get the thing deleted, and then I kept seeing bits of what people had written, like you know Ed and people like that, and I don't think you should ever. Be able to see what someone writes about you after you're dead. 
Ed was the first person to contact me. Oh, he was. He said it was a Isn't nice. Everything okay over there? Like, oh, that's such a fucking <laughs> such a way he, of entering into the subject knew, matter. He, he that he knew it? it was nonsense. How could he know though? Because I think I'd have believed that. I mean, if I went on now Instinct. and I saw, I saw Facebook. He smelt a rat. And if I saw Facebook and, and on Ed's Facebook account, it looked like um, one of his family or his wife had, had written that he'd passed away. I'd feel pretty sick if I read that. You know, I wouldn't just straight away go, oh, well, that can't be right. But yeah. me, me and Martin have had our Facebook fucking ravaged. We're, we're like. Jesus Christ, the amount of time. We, it's like a fucking train station mining this fucking login for Facebook. It's horrendous. I don't know um, how you put a fucking end to it. Seems so, to have quietened down now. Oh, we've been all right now. Oh, don't say that. Oh, yeah, yeah. Don't so. fucking say that out loud. <laughs> Seriously. Jesus. We got a few emails we need to do. Steve Logan, I have a question which I'd love you to answer honestly. What? Are, we've been told print is over. Well, we were told that when we took over the mag like 13 years ago. It's all online. They said the same for books, and look what happened there. And with the rise of AI, AI how do you think that will affect your magazine regards, Steve? The, the bit about it all online, we were told at the very beginning, buy Adobe. Please buy the Adobe publishing suite. It costs you quite a large amount of money each year. And do or your, they said to us, that you will be dealing 90% of your readers will be online on a tablet within five years. And it turned out to be horseshit. Yeah. People do not like reading magazines on, I'm not saying they're, they're out there. They're not out there. Sorry. People do not like reading magazines on iPads. It's comic books are different. Comic yeah. books are all right to read on an iPad, they, I think. They are, yeah. I, magazines. I do enjoy that. Plus, it's a very hard um, medium to keep up to date with. Yes, isn't it is. It? You yeah. know, we were just talking the other week What that somebody asked what you were reading at the moment, and we were listing them off. Yeah. And even my Star Wars titles that I struggle to keep up with, that that's like nine a month now. now nine you, Star Wars it's titles. It's crazy, man. It's crazy. So you'd be never, you'd never yeah. be out of Forbidden Planet, would you? No. So you you do. It is easier to use it, that, but I think with writing, it's this summer. I, I do read stuff on on a tablet. I do read uh, stuff. I don't read in depth news articles on on online. I'd, I'd rather go to the the actual propagator of the news rather than just read what someone's po reposted on Facebook. But it turns out that 90% of the news they're getting off Facebook, is, yeah, if they that's are, true. Yeah, because re websites these days are, are absolutely wrecked. Yeah. Uh, we were discussing that the other day. You're oh. like, what the fuck is going on You've with this website? You've got to click three different yeah. things about your cookies and something yeah. else and permission to this. And it doesn't reset and remember. Because if, if, if you go back on that, it's still asking you all that. The... It has, I get it, it's a mess, but AI is a different subject, you see, than, than online. The, the fact that the internet's here hasn't, hasn't messed anything up. AI, we have a, an author that does an amazing column in Starburst magazine, if you want to read it. It's uh, The Weird Wide World, and it's brilliant. But he did the first quarter of the, of the column... And it was done via an AI machine. Yeah, because it was talking about the rise of AI. Correct. He wasn't being lazy. He was being. He was <laughs> trying to prove a point. Yeah. 
But I read it, and I had no idea it wasn't him. And I read his stuff. I read that column every month, and it didn't. It did not not sound like him. No, so I because, don't know because it was a quite serious subject, wasn't it? So, but yep. like for, for most writing, there's that that there's the human touch. It's never going to be able to replicate that, you know, character. Sure, it can be factual and whatnot, but I just mm. can't see it taking over. Well, this is what well, the uh, American writers' strikes about, isn't it? It's partial. It's about yeah, AI, that's, yeah. That's definitely in there, but, and they but, refuse to discuss it with them. I know where they're coming from because one of them was in an interview and he said it, it's not they, the AI isn't going to affect people who are doing long movie scripts and stuff because it can't possibly ever do that and interpret and interpret conversations that might happen with fictional characters. No. However, it can do quick sketches for a comedy Saturday Night Live type thing mm. if it hack it, it mm. can at least give you the starting points that that that's the genius bit though of a writer that he gets some of them points and ai can get that and even if someone comes along who's a bit of a fuckwit he could be using that and it doesn't flag up on plagiarism i i wouldn't know how to do a plagiarism check for ai if someone submitted a piece for the magazine I don't know what your plans are for that. We've got tools. He's the editor now, so he's going to have to deal with this brave new world. No, we've been doing it for a long while. Okay, wink, wink. No, we have. I'm joking. All right, there's plagiarism tools out there. They're easily found. You know what? If you throw throw a lot of things uh, by AI through a plagiarism check, of course it's going to flag up because all it is is stolen material from other, other sources. At this point, Will it get better? Absolutely, yeah, sure. And it's interesting, a, though, isn't it? It's all interesting. Uh, yeah. I, I love it, yeah. Uh, but uh, go, just going back to the, is it all online now, print is over, I actually think with a magazine, people do, and I've always said this, they'd like the tactile nature of a magazine. It's a contract with oneself. You're going to take a bit of break from the digital world, which a lot of people are getting very fatigued by, including myself. You pick up a magazine, you're going to kick back, you're going to have silence, you're going to have peace and quiet. It's, it's a hour. choice as well to actually yes. pick a magazine up. Yeah. yeah. So the people that still are in the habit of reading print publications, yeah. I think they're, they're going to stick around. Yeah. They've seen the options, they don't like them, and I completely understand but, that. But I think there's going to be more people now. But, yeah. Leaving their iPads, leaving, putting those goddamn phones down, Switching social media off, been in social media, and yeah. going back to the actual physical stuff that we were all raised on. But the people who are making this physical stuff now have up the game as well. I showed you the that uh, you've both seen what I got. I bought, and I thought this thing looked good when I saw it, where it was being released. It was the collective first 20 issues of the Avengers in mm. hardback with a, a box and a slipcase, the whole lot, yeah. And I thought this was going to look good, and I showed you what arrived. I mean, it had a, a ribbon for a bookmark, it had all the artwork, and it, it was bound, it was so beautiful. It hurts you your knees, though. You can't, pardon? It hurts your knees. I, it's heavy, yeah, yeah it's heavy. Because this thing is humongous. It's, it's bigger it, than a kind of... Um, but it's the actual size of what the artwork would have been. Was, it's yeah. like a foot. 
foot tall. It is. It's, the, it's more than that. Is it's it? nearly two foot oh, tall. Yeah. It's about 18, 19 it's, inches. It's, it's a like Kenny that. Baker size. It, it certainly is. I mean, it's, he's right, Chris. He's right. It's the it's the artwork size of the actual artwork. Yeah, so it's got to be that big. Yeah. yeah. So they've done it. Otherwise, it would be rather silly, wouldn't oh, it? Oh, no. This is yeah. a hard book to read. But these are coming out. But it's called a coffee table book. Whose coffee table? Is this the Hulk's coffee table? Whose coffee table is this? It, get it reinforced. My God. So, <laughs> anyway, Ju- Julie B, are you going to read her? I can read any, yeah. Julie B says, please tell me individually your favourite film and TV show ever. Okay. Wow, that's a, that's a big one. It's easy for me. Go on. Star Wars Episode 4, The New Hope. Although it's not, it's Star Wars, isn't it? Mm. When I first saw it and decided it's my favourite film, it was Star Wars, and it still is. My favourite TV show is The Prisoner. Martin? At the minute, probably The Wicker Man. Oh, great. Good choice. And... um, Which version? Obviously, the new obviously ones, the a new one's Cage. just come out. A new one's come out. No, I mean the the full cut. They brought the new the the um, yes, the young one cut. out. It's called yeah, the final but, cut. But it's the final cut. Is that that three hour one? No, no. Or is it the is it there, there more was, than the two hour? There was never a three hour one. We, no, I, I watched we can, it. We can't go on details. I've so. seen it. We can't Martin, go into, I've watched it. No, no, hang on. We can't go into too much detail because we've got a couple of seconds left. No, not that, Martin. Not that. Yeah. Because in the next issue of the magazine, there is a fabulous Wicker Man at 50 article in there, and it will give you the full rundown on all the story about the cuts, etc., etc. Well... And it's getting a nice cinema re-release. Okay, well, let's hear your answer, then, Uh, it's very boring. My favourite movie of all time still is Star Wars. There you go. My second... My other... If I had to pick one without the word Star Wars in... It would be Return of the Living Dead. Okay. There we go. Good, which I saw good. on Channel 4 the other mm. night on Friday night. So, I loved it. TV show. Not then. for the first time, but I couldn't switch it off. I was in a caravan. TV it, show. It was then. a remote control. Oh, broke. TV show. I, I do believe it is lost. Okay. Yeah, still to this, still Even to this with that day. Ending and the, the okay, compl- I'm not being one of them. I've guys, got a complicated either. relationship with the uh, the ending. I don't think it's as bad as uh, everyone else does, but the journey, my goodness, and I'd love to see more. Right. Okay, okay. Well, Alan says, long time listener, tried this show, not liking the top, prefer music, sauce guys. Well, here, here's a thing. Right, okay, you probably think I'm just going to give me loads of grief. Well, the thing is here, Alan, every time I come in here, I think it's going to be loads and loads and loads of fun. That is my expectation. I come in here and it's going to be loads and loads and loads of fun. And I'm expecting not just a bit of fun coming in here. I'm expecting a religious experience, you know, a Pax homily will explode. It's it, And sometimes it's not it's not like that. And he's got his expectation... And he's not tonight got his bespoke version of Live Aid or or whatever. No, because he normally listens on a Tuesday night and gets some really good music. Well, there there you go. I mean, that's his point. He prefers the nights when the music's on and there is an answer to to him for that. But uh, what I'm saying is I have my expectation and he has his expectation and um, me and him are prisoners of our expectations and that is our common ground. Andy, Andy can fuck off and all. <sighs> no, because he listens to the station. Okay, okay then. Blimey. Sorry, sorry, Alan. 
didn't mean that. I've, yeah, I guess we have. This is I it. love his fried chicken. Oh, you were, yeah, you know, but he was just ripping his mate off that. I know, Alan. I know. Yeah. The, it's in the picture. He even had it on the back of the menu. I remember the picture. it. You remember that, yeah. Right, let's finish. Right, okay. Get my own head on. Right. I've been Mike, he's been Martin, and he's been Chris, and we will definitely see you next week. of history to be found in the legends of time all the handiworks remain only the dream away to Starburst Radio, the greatest radio show in the universe. Every Wednesday, 8pm until 10pm. Exclusive to Fab Radio International. Starburst Radio is sponsored by Fab Cafe. TV and movie theme bar, 109 Portland Street, Manchester.